The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hilarious. Is this an Archie's comic? Who's hotter, Betty or Veronica? Oh, man, Betty. We can't sit here and talk about the hottest cartoon characters. I would, it, 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 it's, it's disturbing. John, by the way, has looked it up, drawing sexual arousal to cartoon characters. How about that? I think Rod would do a great interview with an expert on people attracted to cartoon characters. Not happening. It's a sports show. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh boy, what a start. Hi everybody, welcome to the RP Show on uh, what we very affectionately call a Football Friday. Hockey and baseball fans need not apply. For the next two hours, it's all pigskin and gridiron. I'm here in the beautiful state of Florida and Darren Moose DuPont is in the beautiful state of Winnipeg, Manitoba. As the Canada West Football University season kicks off and he joins us from somewhere in the vicinity of IG Field, getting ready for the big broadcast tonight, which, by the way, Moose, if you don't mind, we'll cover that. It's in our quick six show topics. I'll just tell everybody we don't have a lot of time here. Moose, just with this segment and then Jim Barker next segment from the CFL on TSN. Later on, Stevie Beggs, CFL, NFL veteran, longtime friend of mine, and Mike Vanderjack, Super Bowl winner, two-time Grey Cup winner, Maybe the greatest Canadian ever to play in the National Football League. And I might have, Darren, just tipped off the uh, poll question for the day, but we're not going there just yet. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we'll fire it up, fire it up. By the way, we got a brand new sponsor to welcome on board today. It's Common Crown Brewery out of Calgary. Head down to the tap room Thursday through Saturday, noon to 8 p.m. And check out Common Crown Brewing. Go to commoncrown.ca. I was there. It's really cool. I met all their staff. Common Crown Brewery, uh, 28th Street Northeast. Calgary Moose is just a couple blocks from Overtime Hockey Lanes. How about that, Clark? So they have their own bar there, noon to 8, Thursday to Saturday at Common Crown. So just go check them out. Okay. That's hot. Um, Number one, Moose and Art. Did, 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 Did he hit the horn? Did you hit the horn? I don't think you did. Hit it again, Ike. <laughs> okay. We're going to start with college football. There were two. There were 11 games, two of which I'm going to just going to briefly talk about right now up in Orlando. UCF opened its first season in the Big 12 in celebratory fashion, routing Kent State 56-6 to in the season opener Thursday night. What a disappointing game. I came home. I had was out with the boys. 
in my club, Moose. And when I came home at halftime, it was done. It was like 35 to 3, I think, at halftime. So then I switched over to ESPN. And in Salt Lake City, it was a little closer. Utah gave Florida a taste of the same suffocating defense the Utes have used to recently dominate their Pac-12 opponents. Back up Bryson Barnes through a 70-yard touchdown pass to Money Parks on Utah's first play of the game and rushed for another score. And the number 14 Utes beat Florida 24-11 Thursday night. How much of the opening night for a lot of these teams and conferences did you cover last night? Or watch got to see, Yeah, got to see a little bit of it. I was really dialed in a little bit to that Utah-Florida game. And I had just watched the Swamp Kings documentary on Netflix um, per producer Clark's mm. recommendation. And so I'm kind of sitting there being like, you know, maybe the Gators can have a resurgence here. And then they got stomped by Utah. Utah's been really good lately. So excited to get the college football season started on both sides of the border. And pack stadiums, a camping world stadium in Orlando, if they still... Call it that, had a lot of empty seats that I saw. Although that was just at the start of halftime, so maybe people either left, were just getting into their seats, or were flurrying, uh, fleeing the storm. I'm not sure, but over in Utah, it was absolutely jammed. So a great uh, kickoff of the week, college football Thursday night. Point two is CFL chatter. A little later on, we'll play deal or no deal. Not here, Moose. I will give you the betting lines for this weekend's weekend games in the Canadian Football League, Labor Day Classic games. But you have some thoughts. I picked up on this, on Chad Kelly being named the most uh, highest-paid quarterback, highest-paid player in the Canadian Football League this week by the Toronto Argonauts. Do you think it's too soon? Like, I'm seeing some some uh, conjecture out there on social media that he hasn't even started a full season. They made him the highest-paid player in the league. What do you think? It's a great agent that can get that deal done. And it's a similar situation to the National Hockey League. It's kind of like whoever signs later gets to sign for the bigger contract as they kind of not reset the market. It's not going to happen in the Canadian Football League. But, you know, I think this is maybe the point where Toronto wanted to commit to him because, you know, he won the Grey Cup, came in in relief with McLeod Bethel-Thompson going out last year in Saskatchewan, won the Grey Cup, but still was unproven. He needed to come back this year and prove that he could be a, a number one quarterback in the Canadian Football League consistently. I think he's done that now. And so I like the Argonauts uh, signing him and making sure that your number one priority is taken care of. I think it's a good move, and I think it's good to have stars like Chad Kelly, emerging stars like that in the Canadian Football League. Oh, yeah. Wow. Interesting you would say that because my point three is QB crisis question mark but before we delve into that i want to welcome all the audience in i see ali from texarkana is here jeff the stamps fan has shown up james and boarded manitoba he says the league needs to keep guys like chad kelly so this is great news for sure <clears throat> so we'll get to that in the next point i just want to say hey we got hockey fans here we got football fans here maybe a few Baseball fans here. It is a football Friday, but it's still the usual gang, the Rod Squad, plus the nearly 2 million new homes and businesses in Western Canada tuning us in on Shaw Rogers Channel 230. I'll say it again. I'm not sure. Well, I know people don't understand how big of a deal this is. We're basically on, as you told me the other day, the stats in almost every home in Western Canada. That's pretty cool now. So welcome to our new viewers, but we're also streaming on YouTube. And you can listen to us on uh, the radio, WQEE in Atlanta, where uh, <clears throat> when people say, how come uh, people enjoy your show so much down there in the States? It's because, Darren, and here's my point. 
high school football, college football, Canadian University, CFL, whomever you are out there, folks, or if you're, if you're watching, write us on the stream would be the best. Promote your game. Whether it's high school tonight or university tonight, college tomorrow, whatever it is. And we'll have producer Clark throw it up on the, uh, the uh, bottom of the screen. So there's just some free pub for your teams because there's literally so much. There's so, so, it's a little overwhelming. Do you not? And, and by the way, I don't even feel bad to not even attempt to cover it all, Darren, because I didn't turn on Get Up this morning. I told you I had a small household emergency today. Uh, here in South Florida, so I was a little tied up and knocked off my routine. But for four consecutive days now on ESPN, they were talking about the Dallas Cowboys and owner Jerry Jones not asking D Dak Prescott first whether they should acquire Trey Lance or not. I'm like, come on, don't even complain about anything we may or may not talk about when they talk about that for four days. I Uncle! I know. Jay, I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't care. I'm sick of it. So anyways, to point three, are we in a quarterback crisis really in the Canadian Football League? Let's look at this for a second. I mean, I've told you that I really, really love the game notes. I do. And in the CFL's game notes, this comes out of the head office every week, they're propping up the great play of the young quarterbacks, putting the stats in there of Taylor Powell. And by the way, has anybody seen Dustin Crum lately? Do you know what the phrase means, Darren? They're putting his face on milk cartons. Do you know what that means? Yes. Are you old enough to yes, know that? You do. Sure I, I think they might people. want to put his... They put missing people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just... I know... You know I was going to check. Um, are, would you say yes or no we're in a quarterback crisis in the Canadian Football League? I would say no. I would say mm. the last few years we have been, but I feel like this year, more than any other, we're kind of coming out of it. Now, you're right. Dustin Crum was like like a rocket and now we're kind of like where is that is it coming back but you look across the league um there is questions a little bit around jake mayer but he was kind of emerging as the guy vernon adams is playing well in bc now you got trey ford who's a great story in edmonton winning games saskatchewan's a bit of a question mark but they're solid in winnipeg they're solid in toronto you know they're they're okay in montreal with with cody fajardo and name who's had success and caleb evans is playing i think you got a lot of solid guys bo levi's mm. still in in hamilton even if he's not playing so i mean i think across the league you've got more recognizable quarterbacks <clears throat> playing decent than you have in the last three four years well uh the only thing the cfl's missing i'll tell you right now is media hype because to be honest this this year's crop of star college quarterbacks how does anybody know who they are it's because of television coverage and media hype that's why that's it otherwise you people wouldn't know so that's how canadians and football fans in the sta states need to know who as you say the caleb evans of the world are and the taylor powells and and all the rest. So, uh, yeah, I was interested to get your take on that. Kirk is watching in Toronto. He does every day on Game Plus Television. He says, uh, writes it on the EMJ Marketing text line. He says, what could possibly be better than Football Friday on the RP Show kicking off Labor Day weekend in the CFL? Woohoo! Pumped as always for the Battle of the QEW. Argos, Ticats in the donut box. That's Tim Horton's field for those that don't know. Yeah, we got a stadium in Canada named after a donut shop. Uh, Stephen Jacobson in North Dakota writes in, which, by the way, I would have no problem with Dunkin' Donuts Stadium here. Pointing that out.
Welcome to Starbucks Field, ladies and gentlemen. Stephen in North Dakota writes in and he says, uh, greetings and hallucinations from sunny 19 degrees Celsius, partial North Dakota. CFL Labor Day classics. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of crazy horse players that should be on the mountain but aren't in the Hall of Fame? He says, your tombstone will be a mausoleum to sports and life. Thanks. Don't have time to answer their questions. It's our time, me and Moose. Canada West kickoff tonight. There's at least two games. You're calling, you said, Sask Huskies at Manitoba Bisons. I see the Regina Rams, of which I'm an alma mater of, home to the UBC Thunderbirds tonight. Is there another game tonight, or is it tomorrow? I believe it's tomorrow. Sorry for not knowing. Okay. Yeah, and, and forgive me for being so focused on my game. i got to check the schedule and confirm when that third It happens. Is. Yeah, but it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, tell me, you know my very best friend. His kid yeah. was the quarterback for the Huskies, Mason Nice. He's now done. He took him to back-to-back -to -back Vanier Cups, and I would just assume there'd be a drop-off. And I see they tied for first with UBC in the coaches' pull. A literal tie. You understand yeah. in America, we don't do that. You got to have a winner. You got to have a loser. But no, it's Canada. Let's all be friends. <laughs> a tie atop the coaches' pole, <clears throat> Sask and UBC. But why? Tell me about these Huskies, man. I, I don't get it. Here's the thing. It's going to be great week one because you got a rematch of both um, conference semifinals, UBC and Regina. They met in the playoffs last year. So did Saskatchewan and, and Manitoba. Um, the Huskies return a lot of players. They return, you know, their, all their key weapons at receiver. Their, their backfield is back. Defensively, they're outstanding linebackers. Secondary, they return so many guys, and they're going to be really good defensively on the line. The only major change is that quarterback. But Anton Amonrud's the new quarterback. He's out of Lloyd Minster. He's a young quarterback who's been with the program three years um, through the COVID year and stuff, and they've let him grow and mature. He's got a cannon of an arm. So that's the biggest question mark. And for Manitoba on the other side, who were just, you know, four and four, and they've lost six games straight to Saskatchewan, they're actually returning 19 players overall, including this receiver, A.K. Gasama, who could be a Heck Crichton winner. They've got a new quarterback, too, who came in in relief. He's had some experience from a couple of years ago. He has a high ceiling, so it's going to be an early season uh, kind of heavyweight tilt uh, tonight. Well, Moose, I see you've done your homework. So uh, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, no, number one, Alberta's at Calgary tonight, so it's a uh, triple dip in Canadian University football as far as Canada West goes. Allie and Tex Arcana writes in, and she says, hook them horns this weekend. And I'm just checking to see who my guy Steve Sarkeesian's got. They got Rice. Ooh, Battle of Texas. Ooh. Rice making the trek across the state to open up at Texas Longhorns in week one. My Brad, what's his name? Brad Nestler. Who's your impression? I'm curious. Who is it? Mm -hmm. Is it Sarkeesian or is it Mike Kershaw? Who's got your kind of, where are you leaning on that game? You would ask me that. <laughs> How about that? I know. <laughs> I guess probably Kershaw because he's actually given me some clothes. And been on from the, the Rice Owls. If it, and been on the show. I've been trying to get a hold of Sark, man. I'll tell you, anything to do with Saskatchewan, he pretty much, he gone. You know what I mean? I've been trying to yeah. get a hold of him since the USC days. And by the way, we were great friends. 
not like he's mad about something. Not like I was talking about noise about him, because I don't. I love him, as you know. Steve Sarkeesian just, boop, gone. Maybe he got a new number, Moose. I don't know. <laughs> I would but hope he go. got I'll a new be number. Turning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been sending some jack wagon in L.A. has been getting all these texts from Rod you, asking him to come You mean his number's show. not 306? That, that. <laughs> well, he's not on social media, so it's really hard to get a hold of him. Yeah. Uh, Ted in Red Deer says there's never enough quarterbacks, except for when you look back. There's always the need for another quarterback, in my opinion. No, I know we're just talking about marketable stars, that's all. And that will be the point, one of them, with Jim Barker when we come back in hour two. By the way, Moose, I want you to uh, gnaw on these, by the way. Think about this for deal or no deal a little later on for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. BC favored by four at Montreal. Winnipeg favored by seven and a half at Sask. In all of these Labor Day classics, Toronto favored by eight at Hamilton. And the Stampeders favored by five at home against Edmonton. Coming up next hour, we'll play Deal or No Deal. So, uh, And I'll have the crown ready to go. I'll be taking my life into my own hands, wearing that thick and heavy robe and crown in uh, 110 degrees here in South Florida. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Moose. You bet. Believe it or not, we got through just about all of them, except for NFL notes and weekend preview. And I'll tell you this, our poll question, might as well get it out right now. Our poll question, which is presented daily, by Wheaton Key is this. Who's the greatest Canadian NFLer of all time? And the options, the guys were good enough to ask me or leave it to me to come up with. Your options are Mike Vanderjack, who will be with us in hour two today. Two-time Great Cup champion and a Super Bowl champion. John Ryan, my guy, Super Bowl champion with the Seattle Seahawks. Ruben Mays or Chase Claypool? A little bit of recency bias there. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Jim Barker is in the pocket next. It's a football Friday live on the Game Plus television network, WQEE radio, podcast, and YouTube live. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, and away we go. Football Friday continues here on Game Plus TV and Key Radio. By the way, I got people writing in. Producer Clark, don't go too far. 
They're asking, is Vander Jack an hour one or hour two? He's hour two, right? Yes, thank you. Mike Vanderjack, Super Bowl champion, two-time Great Cup champion, former Saskatchewan Rough Rider, by the way, will be with us uh, in our two segment. Trois. Okay, as he does every Friday, presented by EMJ Marketing, Jim Barker joins us from the CFL on TSN. And uh, Jim, before we jump into the games this weekend, would you mind taking a swing at that question of are we in a quarterback crisis in the CFL that we don't have the top guns or we got to start over sometime? How are you on that? Oh, I don't know if it's a crisis. I think the NFL is going through a lot of the same thing, kind of a changing of the guard. And I think you have new people stepping in to, to take over these jobs. But um, it, it's, it's kind of an ongoing process. But I think you're seeing it also in the NFL. You're getting some very average quarterback play in a lot of places. And, uh, you know, obviously that limits the, the quality of the games. But... Um, you know, it's it's a question that's going to continue to be asked. I think it's uh, it's one of the the not problems for us. I actually think we have a better chance once a guy isn't an NFL guy. We have a better chance than the XFL or the USFL because I think players look at this as a career move. As I can go up there and live a great life and. Um, and really, really play in a special league where the XFL and the USFL is changing players every year and they're sending players, some players to the NFL, but, you know, one or two make it every year and the rest don't. But um, so I think that 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 bodes well for us with some of the good quarterbacks. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're an offensive guy first, not defense first. Am I right on that? Okay. Correct. So how long? Ideally, if you could bring in, like back in the day when the Stampeders had Jeff Garcia, Dave Dickinson, Henry Burris, and the BC Lions had Dickinson, uh, Buck Pierce, and whatever, you know, three studs. How long would it take, ideally, to, to, to groom a guy before his first start? A raw American rookie quarterback. Well, it takes, a, I, I believe, one full year of watching when we had Ricky Ray, Jarius Jackson, and then Caleros and Trevor Harris, um, we had four. But basically, Jarius and Ricky were in a different class from where we put, we put Zach and Trevor as the developmental guys. They then had that full year to not have to play at all. They would, uh, you know, one would be on the roster each week and the other would be on the PR and they would go back and forth. Uh, for the first year, and then the second year, uh, they 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 jockeyed between being two and three. Uh, that was a perfect scenario. Uh, I think it does take one year at least of of watching, learning, not having the pressure of being the guy. To you know, to be honest, I think it's rare what Chad Kelly's doing. I think it's rare what Nathan Rourke did, where in their set, in their their first real year as a starter, uh, that they're able to have the kind of success they're having. Like, you know, Jake Mayer is going through some 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 downs, and whether he can overcome those and become the great player that I'm sure the, that the Stampeders believe he can be. Um, that's still yet to be seen. Uh, so, like I say, I think I think Nathan Rourke and and Chad Kelly have both been anomalies in that 
they, they both sat for a full year, watched, learned, and then got their opportunity and, uh, and, and made the most of it, played a, you know, at, a, at an MOP type level. So uh, that's a bit of a rarity. Um, like I say, what Jake Mayer's going through, very good example because kind of like Dane Evans. Dane Evans' first year uh, uh, as a starter, as being the only guy, the pressure got to him, whatever. He wasn't the same. And he'll work his way back, and maybe he'll never be a starter again. I believe he will, um, and hopefully we'll have learned from that and we'll be, uh, you know, we'll be better the second time around as, as just the guy. When you look around your shoulder, there's nobody else. If it's not you, it's nobody. And that kind of pressure is a lot different than being the guy who goes in for a guy who's injured and things like that. So, uh, you know, I think it's it's two years uh, and the third year a guy can become great. Like I say, we've been fortunate the last two years to have guys like Nathan Rourke and Chad Kelly that I think are a bit of an anomaly. Yeah. Uh, Cortez, by the way, close friend of mine, says year three ideally for him. But I'm like, we're not in an ideal world, George. Of course, I get that you'd like to wait. It doesn't work that way. And he knows that. Um, you've mentioned Chad Kelly. Everybody's mentioning Chad Kelly. You kind of intimated before the season you thought this guy was special. He hasn't disappointed. If you were the GM of the Argos, would you have given him this contract midseason, an extension and made him the highest paid at this time? Absolutely. I think he's a, he's a key to what everything they're trying to do here. And he's... Uh, He's just proven himself in terms of his maturity level. All the things that were question marks about him, he's shown that stuff's not the case. His his athletic ability, when he was drafted, shoot, some of the, the McShay and some of those guys said, this guy's a first-round, second-round talent that just has a seventh-round mind and just can't doesn't have the maturity level. Well, all those maturity questions he's answered here in Toronto. And... Uh, like I say, he's playing at a very high level. He's playing like a, a youngster who's having fun. Uh, he's been a, uh, an outstanding leader. I think for them to be able to sign him for what they did was uh, was fantastic for the league, for the organization. Uh, uh, obviously, it's it's uh, and it's great. I think it's great for Chad. I think it's his, uh, this is a great spot for him in Toronto. It's a difficult market. I think people look at Chad Kelly a little different than they look at a lot of other players who might come in. I think they look at him as an NFL guy playing in the CFL rather than a guy aspiring to go to the NFL. They they understand. I think it, he's looked at as a guy who could have been in the NFL if it wasn't for some of the stupid things he did. But he's here, and you know what? He's adapted, and he's and he's grown to love it and he's become a part of the society and everybody deserves a second chance and that he's taken his second chance and made the most of it so i think that that sells well in toronto so he's uh he's in a place he loves being here uh he's becoming a part of the community he's getting involved in charity work he's doing things off the field uh he's everything you want in your starting quarterback he lives toronto year round uh, so you know, I it's uh, it, I think it's just a great thing for the league. I, I, you know, I'd like to see us keep guys like Chad. You know, Nathan Rourke, it hasn't worked out, and I think he's gonna well, catch on in the NFL. But 
as best as best you can, can you explain the politics that went down with Nathan Rourke in this past week? He Doug Peterson said there was never a competition for QB two. Nathan's saying he tells Dunk that he would never have gone to Jacksonville if he didn't have a chance to compete for QB two. So there's a disconnect there, and he ends up being waived and signing on the practice roster. I'm sure you know the ins and outs of it. I don't. Our viewers don't. Can you explain what you think what happened there? Well, yeah, I can't. I can't say what happened. I don't know whether Doug Peterson says you can compete to be number two. Um, the bottom line is when they signed C.J. Beathard uh, and gave him the eight million dollars or whatever they gave him to be Trevor Lawrence's backup, they were committing to to him being the backup. He's Trevor Lawrence's best friend off the field. The job of the backup quarterback in the NFL, NFL starting quarterbacks are. Are, are a rarity. I mean, there's there's 32 of them, and there's not 32 that are good enough at, is the way I look at it. So I think that having a the, – the number one thing the backup quarterback has to do is support that guy and make sure that guy is the best version of himself, that, uh, you know, he can, he can make that team better. A guy like Nathan Rourke is perfect. And, and when you look at the contract, as you think about it, the guarantee he got was a, was a practice roster guarantee. Um, the 200000 was that was a practice roster guarantee. So, um, you know, he signed for 5000 and then got the, this guarantee of the practice roster. So, um, you know, and it, it's not necessarily a bad thing for Nathan. I thought he would keep him as the three because I thought, Somebody like Arizona, who started Josh Dobbs this week, would go and sign a guy who played as well as he played. Five scores and seven drives or eight drives, something astronomical. And he just looked at home. He looked like a guy who could play. If I'm Arizona, I'm bringing that guy in. I just, I'm going to say, you know what? We will start back at square zero and see what happens, you know, with Kyler Murray. But you know, it, again, it's to me that's what I would have done. But uh, those NFL guys are they—they're just they're wired differently. Their jobs are uh, obviously scrutinized and and taking taking that kind of a risk. You know, it can get you fired. So, uh, yeah, I think what happened yes. was was they saw CJ as the best to make Trevor Lawrence better. And Nathan yep. Rourke is there. And let me tell you something. If Trevor Lawrence goes down for the year, I don't think it'll take three weeks before Nathan Rourke's a starter. We don't have time to go through all the weekend games in Labor Day Classic, but I will ask you this. BC's favored by four points at Montreal. Winnipeg by seven and a half at Sask. Argos favored by eight at Hamilton. And Calgary favored by five at home against Edmonton. Is there an update of the, uh, sorry, an upset of the four games that you could see happening this week? Well, I think that, I think that, again, it's, I, I like um, Montreal at home against BC. I just, I think BC's in a, they're in that struggling stage right now. And uh, if they can't run the ball, which they've shown they can't, and they have trouble stopping the run, I think Montreal has a real chance there. I The game I love is the Saskatchewan game. Um can they win this? I don't know. I mean, Winnipeg's, a, they've got so many weapons on offense. and But Saskatchewan, there's just something about that defense that they will give them trouble. And the crowd 
is a it's a it's I know they haven't played great there this year, but that's a that's an interesting uh, an interesting game to me. Um, I think that Toronto's going to have more trouble with Hamilton than they think. Uh, for Hamilton to go into BC and do what they did, now that they've, uh, you know, their the whole quarterback situation. He played well, didn't turn the ball over. Uh, I think they're going to have more trouble than they pro- maybe are anticipating with with the Tiger Cats. And then that last game, the Edmonton Calgary game. Again, I'm going to pick Calgary, uh, but Edmonton if. And Trey Ford continues to do what he's doing, which is not make any mistakes. He is as dangerous in the open field as any quarterback has been in this league. I mean, he reminds me, I had Tracy Ham early in my career here. And that's who he's, he's very reminiscent of a Tracy. You know, he throws the ball. Um, he's got a strong arm, which Tracy had. Um, not as accurate sometimes as you'd like, uh, but he's so lightning quick in the open field. So... Uh, he can become very dangerous for teams. Uh, uh, defensive coordinators aren't going to want to play against him. They're going to have to rush him uh, conservatively. I'm going to pick Calgary because I think for Calgary, this is a huge game. And I, again, I'm not totally not sold on Jake Mayer. Um, he's got to come. He's got to come through in a game like this. This is a huge game in Calgary, as you know. Oh. <laughs> Edmonton wins, and they're ahead of Calgary the standings. So what a league. Jim, wonderful analysis. We'll be watching all weekend. Thanks for the time. All right. Thank you, Rod. The CFL on TSN's Jim Barker joining us, and his appearances are proudly presented by our friends at EMJ Marketing. EMJ Marketing will provide the right keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe at emjmarketing.com today. That includes Stevie Baggs, who... Joins us next, the NFL, CFL veteran, author, actor, all-around great guy, and a poet, too. We'll be right back on a Football Friday live from South Florida on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, podcast, and WQEE Radio. RP show continues and listen this isn't the longest segment I gotta fly through this Stevie Baggs Wikipedia and his uh, football resume bring him on the screen because I just gotta see his face please the pride of Fort Lauderdale Florida oh what do we got now oh okay so when do we have Stevie Baggs my bad Gotcha. This is all on me. <laughs> Feel free to agree, Clark. Uh, Stevie Peggs will be with us next hour. It might take that long to get through his resume. Ladies and men that are inclined, you're going to want to be tuning in next hour for Stevie Beggs because, listen, football. there's a million football players out there. Two seasons with the Detroit Lions, 0405, then the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Then the Blue Bombers for a couple, 06, 07, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 08, 09. That's where I got to know them. 
Arizona Cardinals in 2010 of the National Football League when the practice rosters paid 90000 a year. Then the Ticats for two seasons and then training camp with the Ravens and then finishing up two seasons with the Calgary Stampeders. Again, he'll be with us next hour, but this is the interesting part. Not only has he written two books, one called Greater Than the Game and the other called Woke. More than anything, I could spend 20 minutes talking to him about that book because I know nothing about it. I wonder how he feels about the phrase, go woke, go broke. And how about this? The acting career of one Stevie Bags. He was featured in season two of the reality dating television series, Match Made in Heaven. He has also appeared in television shows such as Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, Necessary Roughness, and Star. And currently, Stevie has starring roles in Tyler Perry's drama thriller, Ruthless, on... BET Plus, and the Netflix series Cobra Kai. How about, can I get a how about that? How about that? I so, like it. That's why I, yeah, I should have made it a little more clear on myself and everybody around me what I was looking for for Stevie Bags. So anyways, he's next hour, but as you can tell, I was just all geeked up to get him. But I have a uh, sports update ready to go for Common Crown Brewing. And by the way, 902-518-3033 is the number to text us right here in the South Florida studio. And just so you know, I'm all alone till the top of the hour. So if you want to get comments to me, now's the time. NHL free agent forward Patrick Kane told the Associated Press on Thursday he's been on the ice about 20 times already and is on track, if not ahead, of the initial four to six month projection in returning to play since having hip surgery June 1st. The 34-year-old three-time Stanley Cup winner says he has an upcoming doctor's appointment during which he hopes to be cleared for contact. Patrick Kane elected to have surgery to repair a nagging injury which hampered him over the past year with the Chicago Blackhawks and then down the stretch and playoffs after being traded to the New York Rangers. As for where he'll end up playing, Kane is staying patient while expecting to field offers once teams open training camp in three weeks. However, he plans to stay on the six-month rehab timetable. The Toronto Blue Jays will kick off a six-game road trip tonight in Colorado. The Blue Jays start the day two and a half games behind Texas for the last wildcard spot in the American League. Toronto is coming off a series win over Washington. Meanwhile, Braves star Ronald Acuna Jr. is making history. He became the first ever 30-60 player in the majors after hitting a grand slam in Atlanta's 8-7 win over the Dodgers last night. Some feel an NLCS preview. That's what our guy Richard Holdridge said yesterday from the Sports Beat from right here on WQEE Radio. Acuna has 30 home runs and 62 stolen bases this season. Meanwhile, we're having a bit of a chuckle about this. The Miami Marlins are back at the 500 mark. Jazz Chisholm Jr. had a three-run homer. Is he related to Steve Chisholm? The uh, legendary Saskatoon broadcaster? Jazz Chisholm Jr. hit a three-run homer in Miami's 6-1 victory over Washington. The Marlins are three games behind San Fran in the race for the NL's final wildcard spot. The Giants beat San Diego 7-2. Detroit beat the Yankees 4-3. Uh, when I say we were chuckling about that, Serena said, look at the Marlins. They're coming on for the first time ever. And she goes, the stadium isn't even 20% full. And that's why if people are talking about attendance in the Canadian Football League, they're not talking about it to me because I put my foot down 
three, four weeks ago and said, I'm not talking about it. They're still playing the games. The players, from what I understand, are still being paid. This is the owner's problem, not ours, and I don't want to talk about it. Let's talk about the games and the players, not the attendance, and people seem to have fallen in line, and I appreciate that. Our sports update brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment. Featuring their core five, Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale, four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. Check them out this weekend, Labor Day weekend, Common Crown. Available all across Alberta, and I believe in selected Saskatchewan retailers. Okay. 902-518-3033. The text line, Dougal Cameron has written this. He says, I am here for the preamble for all four CFL games this weekend. Well, Dougal, we already went through that with Jim Barker. Does that mean you're going to leave now? Jack Hughes writing in. Jack is in a medicine hat. He says, congratulations to Chad Kelly on his new contract, but if the Argos win the Grey Cup, pretty sure he's heading south. CFL is definitely having a quarterback crisis. Only three really good quarterbacks playing right now. Medicine hat, a really large CFL town. I'll tell you this, I sit in the press box at McMahon Stadium in Calgary beside Graham Kelly quite often. And if he's not in the Hall of Fame, he should be. But I think he is. Anybody out there want to tell me if Graham Kelly of the Medicine Hat News is in the Hall of Fame, Canadian Football Hall of Fame media wink, as he should be. But it's a Hall of Fame of media people that are not in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. So if he's not, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised. But he's leaned over to me and said, Medicine Hat has a huge CFL imprint, the way Graham talked. John Huffnagel's wife's from there. Dave Dickinson's wife is from there. And what's the touchdown horse's name, Trigger? I think it's from there. 902-518-3033. Ooh, Joe Pascucci's watching in Winnipeg. He says, Mark Rippon. That's with regards to our poll question today. Thank you, Joe, for chiming in. And I'm not, hey. We put all of about seven seconds into this, didn't we, Clark? Oh, we're over time for the break. Uh, but hang on, before we go to... Yeah, sorry. On the break time or the time that we put into the poll? Either way. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Key Auto Group, driven by safety, experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. Um, who's the greatest Canadian... NFLer of all time. Ruben Mays of North Battleford, Saskatchewan, leads the way with 32%. 27% say John Ryan, the Red Rifle. 22% say Mike Vanderjack, who will be with us in hour two. 19% saying Chase Claypool. And Joe Pascucci in Winnipeg saying Mark Rippon. Makes sense. Hey! Mandy writes in from Edmonton. She says, I just noticed this week I have Game Plus TV, an RP show on my Shaw Total TV package. Hooray! How about that? Approved. Um, approved. Channel 230. We're in up to 2 million more new homes in Western Canada under 
my spell. We'll be back with audience takeover right after this. Stevie Bags and Mike Vanderjack in hour two. We'll be right back on Game Plus, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet full of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back to the uh, program, everybody. It's a football Friday. Four minutes, producer Clark tells me we got here. And I told you, people, that now's the time. If you want to reach me, you can. 902-518-3033. Thanks, boys in the back. Uh, I don't know where to start with all of the. I really don't know where to start. John Kirby, thank you. John in Edmonton writes, and he says, the WHL preseason starts next week, and I feel bad for Winnipeg Ice fans this season. Signed, John of Edmonton. John, <clears throat> we're not going to be talking a lot of WHL preseason, so I'm just going to that's going to tell you right now, okay? Going to let the cat out of the bag there. Not happening. You'd get over it, is my advice to you. Regarding the college football thing, which very beautifully intertwines with the National Football League, Leanne in the Queen City writes in and she says, and I don't mean Charlotte, North Carolina, Regina, Saskatchewan. Leanne writes in, she goes, after watching Swamp Kings about the Florida Gators and Urban Meyer, I now have a better understanding of him and he should never coach again. The Aaron Hernandez story was just the beginning. Clark, scale of 1 to 10, what are you giving Swamp Kings? An 8. He says an 8. Okay. I haven't watched it. Um, I don't know. Urban Meyer, I can take or leave. But you understand 
save for being fired in Jacksonville and a, what shall I say, murky departure from OSU. He's still an American coaching legend, college football television icon. I don't know. I, I, I'd have to watch this first before I offered an opinion. But, I mean, I got messages this week about Victor Quay and, the you know, the fired president of the Edmonton Elks and how you don't know what kind of guy he was. I'm like, I can't. Stop. Uncle, I can't. I'm sitting here trying to literally be positive. I just came from Calgary where I had a couple of people set me down and say, you didn't know what kind of guy Daryl Sutter was. You were defending Daryl Sutter. I said, no, I didn't. I was trying to be positive for God's sakes. I don't understand what people want. Carlos in Indianapolis writes in and says, I got to go with John Ryan over Mike Vanderjack. Ryan became a bit of a meme briefly in his NFL playing career. Vandy's known for a rather unfortunate epitaph. Um, it's, I was talking to, uh, last minute of play in hour one, I was talking to somebody in Mike Vanderjack's camp, and I'm, I'm like, I'm seeing this stuff online where that's not good about Mike Vanderjack. I'm like, is it not the only thing bad about Mike Vanderjack was because Peyton Manning called him an idiot kicker and that he got liquored up during Pro Bowl week? Like, really, who care? Are we still hanging on to this? It's been almost 20 years, and that's the one thing people do not understand. Like, when, when is it over? Like, literally, when is it over? I don't know. I'm dealing with a lot of guys that have a lot of scars and baggage because people just won't move on. Uh, and we'll never move on. That's the thing. Anyways, it's going to be a lot of fun with Moose next hour. Deal or no deal, Stevie Bags and Mike Vander Jack. Stick around after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.